Okay, so um, <clears throat> one of the uh, resources that I use uh, is called, um, what's it called? <laughs> it's an app, bear with. It's not this time, no. <laughs> Lectio 365. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, there was a lot of Bible in it. And um, on Sundays, there's a special prayer, uh, in the morning one at least, and it's right at the end. And I'm just going to read you a couple of lines from it because I think this is where we're going. Um, so, may this day, this day bring Sabbath rest to my heart and to my home. May God's image in me be restored and my imagination in God be restoried. I'm just going to do those last two lines again. May, may God's image in me be restored and my imagination in God be restoried. I love those lines um, because um, that's what um, sort of rest is supposed to be for us, is, is to be regenerated to be restored and what are we being restored to we're being restored to being what we were made to be which is the image of God um, and that's part of what I want to talk about today um, everything I'm going to say today is not new none of it is new you've heard it all before so you might as well go home now no but it is life-changing it's so important and that's why it's worth repeating uh, so we don't like repeating ourselves all that much, do we? As humans, y you have to do it with small children, you have to do it with those with dementia, you have to, but we do actually have to do it with ourselves quite often as well. We have to repeat um, things to ourselves so that we remember them and so that I've, it's very echoey, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that we remember them and so that we... Um, can believe them so that we trust them. God says, faith comes by hearing. And apparently, remembering comes by hearing as well. Apparently, you know when you look in a drawer and you can't remember what you're looking for? You sort of start looking and then, what was I looking for? Or you go in a room again, the same thing. Why did I come in here? Apparently, if you say out loud the thing you're looking for, or the reason you've gone into the room, you're twice as likely to remember why you went or what you were looking for. Because it might, actually, I reckon it's probably three times, because you've had the thought, the thought is one thing to remember. You've said it, and you can remember saying it, but also you've heard it, and you can remember hearing it. So actually, there's a, there's a tip for you, that's something useful. And that's one of the reasons why we repeat so much scripture. I love, I was wondering when I was preparing for this, I wonder what worship songs are, we're going to sing beforehand. I wonder what Sue's going to do in the um, leading us in the breaking of bread. You know, because, um, you know, because I was wondering how much it's going to match. Um, and of course, lots of it matches because they're really important things, so we repeat them to each other and to ourselves really often, you know? Um, and so the headlines for today, if you want to know the takeaway, are God is good and he really loves you, <laughs> okay? We had prophecy last week, and although obviously there were details, the gist of it was God really loves you. 
for everyone. That was, that was basically the, the gist of, of, you know, if you haven't listened to the recording, that's okay, because the headline was, God really loves you. Um, and um, if, uh, you've probably heard this joke of a woman, it's not a very good joke, of a woman um, who was leaving her husband after 40 years of marriage, and she's, she said, you don't love me anymore, you never say it, I do love you. I told you so when I got ma- when we got married. I, if something had changed, I'd have told you. <laughs> Relationships don't work like that. We need to be reminded. We need to be reassured that it's still true. Um, that uh, so we need to hear "I love you" a lot, you know, in in relationships, don't we? Um, and so God is always telling us this, and He finds different ways to do it. So in the garden. Um, he, um, he was with Adam and Eve. They walked together in the garden. Throughout the Old Testament, you are my people and I will bless you. And he, he kept, you know, telling them that he loves them. Then there was the cross. No greater display of his love uh, than what he did on the cross. Um, and then he made church. And... And God, the church is God's plan for the world. That, that, uh, he says he put the lonely in a family. And he made church um, as an expression of his love for the world. And that's why we do community, because we need to be in community to express that love for each other and to receive love um, through each other. And then revelation. John's been listening to some things on... Um, TikTok, which is Christian TikTok, which is great. Um, and he's, he's learning lots of Bible through that. Um, but some of the things he's come across recently was Revelation. And I say to him, I hear him talking about what he's heard about Revelation. And I have to say, if anybody tells you they understand Revelation, they're lying <laughs> or they're wrong because it's, it's all sorts of imagery and all very confusing. But the important thing is, is, the, ho- is the, holy, um, the golden city, isn't it? Heaven coming down to meet earth. And God saying, now I will be with my people and I will be their God. And that's an expression of his intimacy. Something God reminded me of a few weeks back um, was his awesomeness and his intimacy. And again, this is not new. I shared this at the time. It was in worship and... Um, uh, it was something God had said to me many years ago, 16, 15 years ago, something like that, when I was praying for my friend who just had a miscarriage. And it was a late miscarriage. It was 20 weeks. It was halfway through the pregnancy. It was, it was really sad. She'd lost this baby. And I was pregnant with John. Oh, so that's how long ago it was. It was 15 years ago now. And, I, and so I didn't feel like I could go and visit her to comfort her when I was big pregnant, you know, and she'd just lost a baby. And so I was praying for her. And, and one of the things I was praying, like you do when maybe when you're praying for Israel at the moment and wars and stuff, you say, where are you, God? Where are you in this situation? And almost immediately that I prayed that, Meg fell over. She was a toddler at the time. She fell over hurt her knees, um, and I scooped her up, you know, comforted her, and she was fine, and off we went. And, and as we were walking, 
there was a little breeze, a little gentle breeze, and I could feel that my cheek was wet with her tears. Me again. My cheek was wet with her tears, and God said to me, that's where I am. I am so close to Sarah that my cheek is wet with her tears. And what we often say when we say, where are you, is why aren't you changing the situation? But God, for whatever reason, that was the situation, but he was so close that his cheek was wet with her tears. And that's how much God loves us. And it says in the Bible that, you know, God who flung stars into space, the awesome, the God who said to the sea, this far you may come and no further, knows every hair on your head. He is so close to you that he counts the hairs on your head. It changes every day. I don't know about you, I'm brushing my hair. There's an awful lot of hair comes out on the brush these days. Maybe not for some people. <laughs> but, um, it, it's an easier job for some people than other people, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it's, it's an impossible job anyway. He knows every hair on your head. He sees every sparrow that falls. He is awesome and he is intimate. It's the awesome God that has our tears on his cheeks. God loves you so much. It's really useful, again, talking about repetition, it's really useful to reread the Bible. It's really useful to have prayer apps and, uh, that read to you. It's really useful to go to morning prayer where we remind ourselves of the truths of God every morning. Um, and I was listening to, um, to you preaching two weeks ago because the other thing really cool that's really useful is recordings of sermons. And um, so on the Dayspring app on your phone, um, you can listen to all the sermons that we've managed to record. Apparently, when I've been twiddling the knobs, I don't always do it right, and, and not, they haven't always got recorded. <laughs> um, but it's brilliant to listen back to, to those. And also on YouTube, we've got old uh, things from, from during the pandemic as well on there. Um, anyway, but you touched on names and identity. And I was already going to talk about that. I'd already planned to talk about that. When I heard you talk about it, I was like, oh, brilliant. Oh, well, I'm going to do it again because we need to be reminded. <laughs> and it's good. Um, and when I think of names and identity, I think of, um, have you seen um, the film Gladiator? It's pretty traumatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when the gladiator is, it's almost the final scene and, and the uh, uh, What's his name? Um, somebody says to him anyway, who are you, gladiator? And he says, my name is Marcus Aurelius Decimus, commander of the armies of the north, husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, and I will have my revenge in this life or the next. <laughs> I love it. He's got all these names for himself. He knows who he is. Um, and we can be the same. So my name is Rosie Hoy, although <laughs> on the phone, recently, because I think of myself as Rosie, but my formal name for forms is Rosemary. But when I say Rosemary, my maiden name gets tacked on the end a lot of the time. I say Rosemary Ann Marriott. <laughs> so I said to them, so, oh, what's your full name? Uh, Rosemary Ann Marriott. And there was a pause on the other line. Um, 
that's not the name I have here. <laughs> oh, did I say Maria? I meant hoy. I'm a hoy now. <laughs> and um, how long have we got? We've got a minute. Um, so, so something came up in feminist TikTok uh, recently about not taking your husband's name when you get married. Um, and then, because, because that's, you know, not very feminist. And... Um, and, and then somebody pointed out, well, if you're not taking your husband's name, you're probably still keeping your dad's name. <laughs> so, yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's why I chose to take my husband's name. When I took his name, I said, we are a family now. That was part of the leaving and the cleaving, isn't it? We are a family now. Um, and uh, so names are important. And, um, and God gave us a name. And this is the other thing God said to me in worship recently, um, was... Um, about sign names and about um, what's the most obvious thing about you. When, we, when uh, deaf people or hearing people who are signing uh, learn to sign, they choose a sign name. And um, often it's something visual about you. With me, I went with this because that's a flower, rosy, that makes sense with my name. Um, but you get to choose your sign name. And uh, but in the book of John, John gives himself a different name when he's talking about himself in the, in, the, in the Bible. And he calls himself the disciple who Jesus loves. I just love that. You're going to take a name for yourself. Take the name, God loves me. So you can choose a way of, of and I want that's something, that's one of your actions for today that I'd like you all to do and maybe share it over lunch. How would you like to choose, what, how would you call yourself. So I am Rosie Hoy, used to be Marriott, <laughs> who God loves, or princess of heaven and earth. That works too, because my father is king of heaven and earth. So you can choose your name, and I would love to think about this week, choose a name, choose a spiritual name that you're going to identify with, you'll identify yourself as. So when you meet people, it's convention, isn't it, to say, hello, I'm Rosie. I'm brother of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. <laughs> you will probably still want to say, hello, I'm Roy, but in your head, you can say that to yourself. <laughs> and, oh, you've got lovely warm hands. You made me realise how cold I am. Um, <laughs> another name we could cho choose is bought with a price. People say about things that things are only worth what someone will pay for them. You know, when, it's, uh, when you buy a thing, uh, you spent that much money on it. But to resell it, it's only now worth what somebody will pay for it or what you won't let it go for, I suppose is another thing, isn't it? Because um, uh, it's worth that much to you. You are worth Jesus dying for. You are worth that much that's the price you've been paid for that could be your label as well and then we were talking the other day about um clothing and god seeing us as we are that's right no clothing was a separate discussion but then i put the two together in my head and um god sees us as we are of course he does he knows us in fact that's one of the intimate things about him. He knows us exactly, just like um, Sue was saying with that psalm. In fact, that's a really special psalm to me because of that. Um, where was I going? Sorry, I've got lost. The psalm, God knows us. He sees us as we are, thank you. He does see us as we are. 
and yet he loves us as we are. And um, that's part of his intimacy. But the other way he sees us is clothed in Jesus' righteousness. He doesn't see our sin anymore. He only sees Jesus' royal clothes, royal robes, his righteousness covering us. Um, and so that's another way you can identify. People do identify through what they wear, which I think is a bit odd. But fine, okay. People put themselves in groups by what they wear. Do you know what I mean? Like, you must have seen teenagers. You know, when there's, you see teenagers walking down the road, they're all dressed the same. It's, it's like they've got their own uniform. Today we wear pink. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but we, as a church, are dressed in Jesus' royal robes. And that's how we identify. Okay, I just want to pray one last thing before I stop. and I can't remember it, is in, yes, no, I can remember it, but it's in here, just a minute. Um, Okay, again, from this app, on weekdays, the closing prayer, I'm going to pray it for us now, and then Dave's going to tell us what we're doing about food. Father, help me to live this day to the full being true to you in every way. Jesus, help me to give myself away to others, being kind to everyone I meet. Spirit, help me love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. Amen. Amen. Rose and Savior.